0: Support comes from Mosby Building Arts, a design-build company committed to remodeling the right way. Visit callmosby.com to get project inspiration for any room of your house. It's Wednesday, February 15th. This is The Gateway. I'm Wayne Pratt. After spending nearly three decades in prison for a murder he did not commit, a judge has thrown out the conviction of Lamar Johnson.
1: I want to thank Judge Mason, all of my attorneys, all of the media, thank you for your fair reporting, and all of the people who came out and supported me, and this is overwhelming. Uh, Just thank everybody, just thank you.
0: Coming up, we'll examine the ruling and what Johnson will do next. That decision came down yesterday in a St. Louis courtroom. St. Louis Public Radio's Jason Rosenbaum has more on why getting Johnson out of prison was so difficult.
2: St. Louis Circuit Attorney Kim Gardner has spent years trying to get Johnson out of prison, contending he did not murder Marcus Boyd in 1994. St. Louis Judge David Mason ruled on Tuesday that Johnson is innocent and ordered him to be released from confinement.
3: It is hereby ordered that the motion of the circuit attorney of the 22nd Judicial Circuit filed herein for the benefit of Lamar Johnson is granted.
2: Missouri legislators had to pass a new law allowing prosecutors like Gardner to pursue wrongful conviction cases. I'm Jason Rosenbaum, St. Louis Public Radio.
0: And Johnson is discussing what's next. That's where St. Louis Public Radio's Brian Munoz picks up the story. Lamar Johnson and his legal team celebrated his exoneration with a meal from
4: a local pub. His first order out of prison, chicken strips and fries. Speaking outside of Maggie O'Brien's in downtown West, Johnson says he's looking forward to being able to experience...
1: Everything. I want to hold a baby. You know what I, mean? I want to stand in line and, and be frustrated because it's not going fast enough. I mean, all the things that I think a lot of people may overlook and they may be, be annoyed by, I want to experience.
4: In addition to the day-to-day, Johnson says he's excited to be able to walk his daughter, Kira, down the aisle when she gets married this coming April. I'm Brian
0: Munoz, St. Louis Public Radio. We'll have more on yesterday's decision in just a few minutes. In other news, Illinois Governor J.B. Pritzker will deliver his State of the State address this afternoon. It will outline legislative and budget priorities. Observers are watching for the governor's potential plans for the General Revenue Fund. It's the state's largest spending account and topped $50 billion in the past. St. Louis Public Radio will broadcast that speech live beginning at noon. The Missouri Senate has passed a so-called Parents' Bill of Rights that includes barring the teaching of some diversity-based concepts. Under the legislation, schools would be unable to teach ideas like how individuals should be treated on the basis of race, ethnicity, color, or national origin. Democratic Senator Carla May opposed the measure, saying education is the source of breaking down the barriers of racism and discrimination.
3: When you put this into law and codify this into law, you are preventing that education from taking place.
0: The bill no longer contains the term critical race theory, but May says prohibitive language remains. The measure now goes to the Missouri House. The St. Louis Board of Aldermen is on a break for campaign season, and members seeking re-election have plenty to run on. The board passed several big pieces of legislation in a tumultuous session, including a pilot, guaranteed basic income, and millions of dollars in pandemic relief fund appropriations. 26th Ward Alderwoman Shameem Clark Hubbard says much of the credit belongs to Board President Megan Green. I didn't even endorse or so support um, Megan in the first race, but day one from when she won, we came together and some of us had that spirit in mind day one, right? And that's why I think we've gotten to where we are now. Green was elected with just 10 meetings left in the session. A researcher is recruiting Mexican women in the St. Louis region to tell their stories about immigration, their decisions to move to the area, and the struggles they face. St. Louis Public Radio's Andrea Henderson reports.
4: The St. Louis as Home Project is interviewing over 30 Mexican women about immigration, family life, and the challenges of living in a new city. Jocelyn Moylan is a Ph.D. candidate at Florida International University. She says some participants find it difficult to use public transportation because they don't speak English and many drivers don't speak Spanish. Others say they also have trouble communicating with emergency personnel. Moylan says the project could better inform local officials and academics about what Mexican immigrants need to become part of the community.
3: Without being able to communicate, it makes everything harrowing.
4: Information about the project is available at the Hispanic Chamber of Commerce. I'm Andrea Henderson, St. Louis Public Radio.
0: Now back to our top story. A St. Louis resident is a free man after spending nearly three decades in prison. Lamar Johnson has maintained his innocence after being convicted of murder while he was a teenager. Judge David Mason announced his decision yesterday in a packed courtroom.
3: The motion of the circuit attorney of the 22nd Judicial Circuit filed herein for the benefit of Lamar Johnson is granted. <laughs>
0: The ruling follows a two-week hearing to review new evidence in the case. St. Louis Public Radio's Jason Rosenbaum covered the decision and discusses it with editor Mark Degon.
1: First,
4: Jason, tell us what you can about the emotions in the courtroom as Lamar Johnson learned he was becoming a free man.
2: There was a little bit of a tense atmosphere inside Judge Mason's courtroom. It was packed with Johnson's supporters, as well as local and national media. And when Johnson's conviction was overturned, there were shouts of pure elation. I think the best word that I can describe the moment was joyous.
4: It was a brief hearing, Jason, but Judge Mason uh, took time to explain why it took him two months to issue his ruling. What did he have to say?
2: This is the first case in St. Louis under a new law allowing a prosecutor to pursue wrongful conviction cases. And it was pretty obvious that Mason wanted to make sure that he was meticulous in how he ruled here, perhaps to make sure that similar cases in the future are handled with care. Here's what Mason had to say about his process.
3: These cases are not easy and they shouldn't be. They should not be cavalierly ruled upon. Some people said, "Why well, don't you rule from the bench?" And I said, you, "You can't treat a case like this that way." Uh, well, why don't you make one ruling and write an opinion later? I said, "Well, to be perfectly frank with you, until I have plowed through the file, I really couldn't be a hundred percent certain of what my decision would be."
2: Now, Jason, for Lamar Johnson, what does he have to say about his ordeal? Johnson was really, really emotional when he encountered a group of well wishers and reporters. There was a point during his remarks where he literally had to stop and catch his breath
1: i want to thank judge mason all of my attorneys all of the media thank you for your fair reporting and all of the people who came out and supported me and this is overwhelming Uh, just thank everybody just thank you
4: and do we know what johnson plans to do now that he is free
2: we know that Johnson went to be with his family right after he left the Carnahan Courthouse in downtown St. Louis. Some Democratic state legislators are calling for passage of bills that would provide people like Johnson with restitution. Now, Republicans hold a supermajority in the legislature, but that same GOP supermajority legislature passed the legislation allowing for prosecutors like St. Louis Circuit Attorney Kim Gardner. To pursue these cases in the first place. So that'll be something to watch.
4: Well, St. Louis Circuit Attorney Kim Gardner, who you just mentioned, initiated the legal effort to free Johnson. There are plenty of other inmates who say they were also unfairly convicted. They hope she'll intercede on their behalf, too. Do we know at this point what her plans are?
2: Well, in some brief remarks, Gardner was very excited about Johnson's release and she felt that the decision from Judge Mason set an important precedent.
0: We showed that the city of St. Louis and the state of Missouri is about justice and not defending the finality of a conviction. And I would love for Mr. Lamar Johnson to spend time with his family and to live life.
2: Now, Gardner didn't reveal any future plans in her remarks to the press, But a lot of her potential success depends on how aggressive the new Missouri Attorney General Andrew Bailey is. Bailey's predecessor, current U.S. Senator Eric Schmidt, was generally pretty hostile to the idea that Johnson should be released from prison. And while some believe the attorney general's office is an important backstop in a case where someone in a wrongful conviction is actually guilty. There are a lot of observers who felt Schmidt was just way too aggressive. So it remains to be seen how Bailey handles this situation.
4: St. Louis Public
0: Radio reporter Jason Rosenbaum,
2: thank you for the update. Thank you, Mark.
0: That's St. Louis Public Radio's Jason Rosenbaum speaking with editor Mark Degon. We have more on yesterday's decision in the Lamar Johnson case at stlpr.org. The Gateway is a production of St. Louis Public Radio, a listener-supported service of the University of Missouri-St. Louis. Music by Ryan McNeely of Adult Fur. I'm Wayne Pratt.